We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Start for the win. It's good. Shevsky takes flight as SGA plays through the contact, banks it in on the foul. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Uncontested Postgame Show. I'm your host, J.D. Silva. We are brought to you by the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Well, tonight, I am joined by Jacob Niffin. Jacob, what's, what's up? up? Well, tonight... The Thunder beat the Detroit Pistons 114 to 103, uh, which feels good after that last game. It's a nice game to wash the bad taste out of your mouth. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, uh, super glad the way this game turned out. The Thunder were down by 17, 18 at one point, mm-hmm. and uh, that was feeling pretty bad. Uh, you wanted this you wanted this team to come out and rally after the ass beating that they uh that they took last game and um we, we ended up did we we did rally there at the end um what are some major takeaways well let's not bury the lead here silva mm-hmm. also shout out to the people that are joining us on the stream tonight thank you yes um if you're listening to this podcast on tuesday after the game hey thanks for downloading the show as well i don't think we should bury the lead we got to dive right into it Shea Gilgis-Alexander back from the concussion. He was ruled uh, out earlier today. His status got changed to available after he passed concussion protocol. And that man just torched the Detroit Pistons. Shea took two three-point attempts tonight. Is that right? Yeah, and I think both were like step-back three-pointers too. Yes, Two threes out of his 20 field goals. He was 9 of 20 from the field, 12 of 15 from the free throw line, had 30 points, two blocks, two rebounds, 13 assists. Career high. Thir- really? Yeah, 13 is a career high and, in assists for him. In, I don't know, 12 hours or so when when it stats.nba.com update and you look at the potential assists from tonight, it's going to be like gonna be 30. Nuts. Yeah. Nice. I mean, he, I, I tweeted it early and the Thunder changed the script, but the offense tonight was Shea has ball. Shea blows by guy off the dribble. Four defenders waiting for Shea in paint. Shea makes pass. Thunder player misses. Yeah. And they rectified it at the end there, 
But God, just the way that fourth quarter, how Shea manipulated the entire Detroit defense, got whatever he wanted, got the pass that he wanted, got the shot that he wanted. He got in his bag there. He hit that little midi pull-up off the dribble, and then he had that turnaround pull-up, getting to the rim off those one-handed scoops. I mean, just completely in his bag tonight. Just it, it was one of those games where Shea was just very clearly the best player on the floor. Don't take this the wrong way, people. Silva, the the way he took the game over and just controlled the pace and controlled everything, a little LeBron-esque. Shea's not LeBron. He's nowhere close to LeBron. But mm-hmm. just the way he took the game over reminded me of the way LeBron takes a game over. Yeah, like uh, especially pace-wise. like The game just became his. And There at the end, in the final stretch... Uh, Detroit kept trying to feed Cade the ball, and there was one part, uh, one part there at the end with like two minutes left where Cade hit a big three. Uh, I think the Thunder were up by two or three at that point, and Shea just casually walked back down and hit that uh, that step back mid ranger on the baseline that you were just talking about. And at that point, I think Shea scored the next two baskets for the Thunder. It was uh, he just he totally took control. Yeah. Um, besides the which was a really nice play late in the shot clock that Kenrich Williams cut across the lane and then throw like a, a backwards pass to a cutting Muscala for a dunk. Mm-hmm. Besides that, which the Thunder closed this game, I think 14 of 15. Yeah. They scored 14 straight baskets, missed the last one. Mm-hmm. Besides that Kenrich play, I think Shea either scored or assisted on pretty much all of those those buckets in that run. It felt like uh, he was pulling from his uh, bag of Chris Paul tricks there at the end, just take, yeah. totally getting everyone else involved. I'm really glad the Thunder, I'm glad Dagnall subbed in some play finishers in Mascala and Kenrich Williams there, uh, who both played big parts in this game. Uh, totally agree, you know, and you mentioned Shea kind of getting in his Chris Paul bag. There were times where Detroit ran a, a hard double at him at the top of the key uh, where they pressured him and tried to get a steal or something way up at the the half court line and just how calm and collected he approached all of those. He's, he's learning. It was all right? very, very casual. Yes. Like he's getting more comfortable with the double teams and navigating it. And it's just, it's really impressive. It's really impressive. It's nights like tonight where you're reminded like, the long term isn't that big of a deal. Like they're gonna be fine. He's a superstar. Yeah. The the ass kicking in, in Memphis sucks, mm-hmm. but they have something very, very special in Shea. One of the best young guards in the NBA. And that's not uh, an overstatement. Hey, I mean, it kind of makes sense that Philly would uh talk internally about a trade for Shea Gilgis Alexander, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nate Sanders in the chat has uh has a good point here. He says Shea was great everywhere else, but when do we start worrying about the shot? He was 0 of 2 again from 3 tonight. I start worrying down the road once we have real spacing. Once we have this team's spacing figured out down the road, once we draft more players, trade for more players that are more skilled from behind the behind the line. Uh, if Shea is still struggling at that point when he has real space to operate and can get catch-and-shoot opportunities, which he doesn't get a ton of right now. I'd say um, less than 10% of his threes this year have been catch-and-shoot. Yeah, like last year, for example, he got more catch-and-shoot opportunities than he is this year, and he was a 40% three-point shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so I think I skew more towards last season in that regard. So I'm not not concerned. Yeah, I think he'll be all right. I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not worried about the three-point shot at all. Um, yeah, just a complete and total takeover by Shea Gilgis-Alexander. An absolute blast to watch. 
Uh, it's a little frustrating. The first half, I felt like the defense was very not good and very lackadaisical. But let, let's finish at, for Shea on this topic, Silva. I thought the second half was Shea's best defensive half of the year. I agree. He was much more engaged. Much more. The way he years. moved his feet, cut off um, Killian Hayes on the drive, mm-hmm. closed out on the shot, recovered. Um, I thought the defense as a whole by the entire team was great in the second half. Um, part of it was just Detroit being bad, but I thought the Thunder played really good second half defense. And I thought Shea was especially locked in defensively in that second half. Yeah. And I wanted to talk to this next part about Kenrich Williams, who was the like the catalyst to a lot of that defensive energy the Thunder had in the second half. Uh, Kenrich Williams finished with a plus, best plus minus on the team by a lot. Uh, plus mm-hmm. 22 on the night, 12 points, two blocks, four steals. Three assists, three rebounds for Kenrich Williams tonight. Just did a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. And some of those steals were products of just being in the right place as other players were making great defensive plays and forcing bad passes. But yeah, Kenrich came in. He just... I I don't know what else to say about this guy that I haven't already said. I think he would be in an eight-man rotation, a playoff rotation for literally every team in the league. Yeah. Like any team that thought to themselves, can we use Trevor Ariza in the offseason? Kenneth Williams is just like three times the player that guy is at this point. Like he is the he is the three and D wing that teams were looking for this offseason. Like exactly. the Lakers. He does a little bit of everything. He can pass the ball. He's tough as nails. He finishes at the rim. I mean, he'll De- defend anybody. He'll fist fight somebody if you need him to. He'll dive on the floor for loose balls. He's just he is the epitome of Thunder basketball to me. Yeah. Uh, several times I wanted to tweet, uh, to tweet Kenrich Steeliums, but I didn't want that in print anywhere. <laughs> I was thinking today we need <laughs> – I wish Kenny was tattooed like J.R. Smith so we could say Kenny on the Henny. But uh, I thought those would be good shirt ideas today. This is what yeah. goes on in, during, in my brain while I'm yeah. at work. Um, let's, I wanted to ask you about, uh, one of your favorite players on the team, Darius Baisley. What did you think of his, he played fine tonight. I thought so too. I thought he was nothing exceptional. No, he wasn't like three of five from the field. One of two from the free throw line, eight rebounds, two steals, three blocks. I thought early on, he kind of got bodied defensively a little bit, Mm -hmm. but settled in, um, I, what what I've kind of noticed, and I'd be interested. I'd love to. The Thunder would give me media access. Hit me up, OKC <clears throat> PR. I would love to ask Coach Dagnall about Darius's defense, especially as the game goes on, because it felt like Jeremy Grant and Cade Cunningham were getting the best of him early on, but it's like Darius over the course of the game started to realize what those guys were doing Mm -hmm. and what they wanted to get to and adjusted to that, had a couple of really nice blocks, had a couple of really nice rotations, some contests at the rim that still went in, but it's like he was able to diagnose during the game, the guys that he was guarding, what they wanted to do, what they wanted to get to, and then defend that much, much better, which is really nice and really impressive for a young guy. That gives me a lot of optimism for this team. And I don't, I, I think it's a combination of, uh, of our players, like basketball IQ levels and the coaching of Mark Dagnall that our players do adjust like that as the game goes on. Um, 100%. Now, Baisley had more ugly offense. Um, 
going to the basket and just getting annihilated multiple times. Annihilated. Um, Got lost in the beef stew. Dribbling up the court or catching a pass, standing there going between the legs four times, mm-hmm. killing about five seconds of the shot clock, then picking it up yep. at the same pl- place where he was dribbling, and then just passing it, resetting the offense, things like that. Like He needs a different move. Yes. Like, you got to stop. Uh, he, yeah. Euro yeah. step, some, something, spin, anything. I just, I don't think he can drive to the basket. I just don't no. think he can. No. And obviously the shot has not been there. But he, I, he, I he thought defensively he was really nice tonight. It wasn't like a, an eyesore from Darius Baisley. And no. uh, that's progress. Mm-hmm. That's progress. Um, Let's talk about Lou for a second because yeah. Lou, ooh, Justin just hit me up. Uh, said Nancy Lieberman on the broadcast just compared Lou Dort to Drew Holiday, which I've been saying oh, God. four months. <laughs> of, uh, four months. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Here we go again. Lou Dort tonight uh, tied for most minutes in the game with Shea. Uh, Lou went 9 of 19. Here's the impressive one. So about 5 of 10 five from of 3. Ten. 5 of 10. Two rebounds, two steals, two blocks, one turnover, 28 points for Lou. Shea and Lou combined for 58 points. Um, and and then uh, Shea had 13 assists, which if you just said all of those were twos, which they weren't, that's 26 points. So that means mm-hmm. Shea was responsible for at least 56 points on this team tonight. And then Lou was 28. 28. Good God. The stroke, realize, the stroke has has shown up for yeah, Lou Dort. I did not realize Lou had twenty eight. Like I had a real, that number really snuck up on me. Uh, totally agreed. It's um, we we said that about Kevin Durant a lot. That mm-hmm. you didn't didn't realize he had those points, but then they were just kind of there. Just, um, yeah. That's that's kind of what Lou's night felt like tonight. Mm-hmm. So impressive. His scoring yeah. is so impressive, and he wasn't having a lot of success driving to the rim. Uh, yeah, he struggled at like, the rim tonight. Yeah, Isaiah Stewart and Jeremy Grant. It's it's tough, uh, but he kept he just kept shooting, and I think in the in the first half it looked tough uh, for Lewis. Shot did not look great, but he just kept going and he finished with, like you said, five of ten, which is super super nice. So Lou's updated stats after tonight because um, stats.nba.com has updated. Uh, Lou is up to seventeen points a game, forty three percent from the field. 33%, from three on seven and a half attempts a game. Mm-hmm. Um, 85%, 86% from the free throw line, four rebounds, two assists, uh, and a steal a game. That's, dude, Lou is, Lou is excellent. He's going to be worth the uh, $18 million he gets paid every year, which yes. I hope it's around that number. Shade down to sub uh, 30% from three on the season. Yeah, and I think Lou, similarly to Shea, I think once he has more room to operate and he's not such a focus on offense, which is wild to say, I think I don't think he's actually a 30, 32%, 33% shooter. He might be closer to 36 37 Yeah, well, and if you look at here, let's, let's change these stats real quick. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I know uh, uh, this is great podcasting here, but you know what? We're going we're gonna to do what we're going to do. Let's look at October for Lou, mm-hmm. um, 22.6% from three. Yeah. And then you look at November for Lou, um, 34% from three. So he jumped up quite a bit. You look at December for Lou, uh, 46% from three. So he okay. started the year cold, mm-hmm. is climbing ever since. Yeah. I think he'll settle in that 36, 37% range. Yeah. About and the league average. He is legitimately uh, an average three-point shooter. I, I still scarred from the uh, Robertsons and the Cephaloshes and all that. I just I expected him to regress at some point yes. to like the twenty-nine percent three-point shooter. It just hasn't happened with Luke. Now, now one interesting thing, Silva. Th- there's a few. I, I still want to talk about some individual players, but there's yeah. a few big-picture things I want to talk about as well. Um, the first one: Lou takes nineteen field goal attempts. Shea takes twenty field goal attempts. No one else on the team takes more than eight. Kenny had eight. Um, Giddy had six, mm-hmm. JRE, Baisley both had five, uh, Muscala had six, Mann had four, Jerome only four minutes for Ty tonight. Yeah, I thought that was um, hard. so a, a uh, not a balanced scoring attack. Uh, only one uh, or two other players, Giddy had 12. I didn't realize Giddy had 12 tonight. Wow, Giddy was five of six from the field, five assists and a steal. Yeah, um, I didn't realize. That was Giddy's line time. It's kind of surprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny had 12. Those were the only four guys in double figures. It was a night where, and, and you were talking about uh, Josh Giddy and his quiet, and, and it's quiet 12 points, just 12 points. But it's to me, I was looking at Giddy and, and just thinking, man, he is struggling tonight, but he still played an efficient game and he was still effective in getting everyone yeah, else involved. Four turnovers was the yeah, eyesore that, for that tonight. Eyesore. And zero rebounds, which is very surprising for him. He's one of the better rebounders on the team. So that is a surprise. Uh, he leads the team in rebounds this season. That is wild. That is a so, wild stat. Yes. Um, the other thing, Detroit, 37 points in the first quarter, mm-hmm. 26 points in the second quarter. Um, I'm not great at math. That's 63 in the first half. Yeah. 18 points in the third quarter, 22 points in the fourth quarter. So they went from 63 points down to 40 points. Now their three-point shooting uh, cooled off significantly. They were crazy hot in the first half. Were over 40 or over 50 percent. Ended the game at 39 percent. Um, Cade Cunningham six of 11 from three. 
Yeah. Hey, 28, 11, and five. That's he was killing us. Yeah. That's impressive. But six turnovers as well. Mm-hmm. He was just coughing the ball up right and left to Kendrick Williams there at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy. Um, but I, I thought the Thunder defense really settled in. And like I said, that second half defense I thought was great. Uh, and it was some of Shea's most engaged and best defense of the season so far. This team is just good at making second half runs. Mm-hmm. Which is good, which is inspiring that they can listen to their coach at, at, at halftime and gather themselves and change their mentality. And in a game where the Thunder uh, were down by as many as 18, ended up winning by 11, mm-hmm. only one negative in the plus minus. Jeremiah Robinson Earl, a minus yeah. 11 in 18 minutes. He had a, he had a tough one. Yeah, um, it was a struggle for him tonight. Yeah, yeah, his shot hasn't really been falling as of late. Uh, I'm not worried about him. Actually, he's just going through a rough patch, which rookies tend to do. Yep. A um, few other guys we should talk about real quick. Uh, just tell me your thoughts on Poku tonight. I like Poku, and I wish he would get more minutes. I, I especially like him on defense. Which He's done not, some nice stuff defensively. He's done some nice stuff. He's really active, and he gets he catches people off guard with blocks a lot of the time. Yeah, he had a nice block on Bay tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he made some really nice reads offensively. That little baseline drive back down drop step was mm-hmm. crazy impressive. Yeah. Um, missed his jumpers, but I, I, he moves the ball. Well, uh, I, he helps glue the offense together and, and make the offense function, uh, in ways that I think Darius Baisley does not. Yeah. That's why I, I hope he either starts getting more minutes or maybe gets a chance at a starting role with his team at some point so that he can show how much of a cog he can be in that starting lineup. Definitely. Um, um let's talk Trey Mann as well. Yep. 13 minutes for man tonight, mm-hmm. uh, seven points on four field goal attempts, uh, one of one from three, three rebounds. I wish Trey would have got some more minutes because I thought he was really good, and I think he provides spacing on the floor that this team really needs. Uh, he, I think he's really good uh, attacking off the closeout, uh, getting to his spots, hitting those pull-ups, uh, hitting floaters. Really like what I'm continuing to see from Trey Mann, especially offensively, defensively, he's still competing. He's getting beat every now and then, but at least he competes hard. He's so dynamic. I, like he can, he could do a lot. Uh, I do wish he would take more threes. He only got, uh, he got a very small amount of minutes tonight. He said 13, 13 minutes and he 13 took one minutes. three point attempt. Yeah. I'd like which to see a, that number a get up a lot. Three that looks so good. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I hope he gets a longer leash here pretty soon so we can start taking more shots like that, or at least get more G league run. So we can see it there. Yeah. I would like to see him, you know, it felt like those minutes that he was in a lot of the times he was just kind of parked in the corner as like a catch and shoot guy. Uh, I'd like to see him coming off some pin downs, coming off some flare screens, um, handling the ball and getting like into a switch and a pull up. Uh, I think his pull up game is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to see them try to utilize him more offensively. It feels like right now, He's mainly just focused on playing defense and not getting in the way. I'd like to see him get more confident, more aggressive with that offensive game. I really, really want to see a Shea, Giddy, Trey Man, Dort lineup at some point. That'd be fun. I think that'd be really fun. Throw and Poku in there just for uh, just throw for him spice. In, <laughs> throw him in pure chaos. That, there was a uh, really funny moment I remember in the third quarter where Poku drove. And just completely like obliterated Josh Jackson. They both crashed to the floor. Yes. And Josh Jackson had like no reaction to Poku falling on him. I imagine yeah. it's like someone throwing an empty sleeping bag at you. <laughs> Poku lands on you. Um, 
last guy I want to talk about, Silva, and mm-hmm. I, I, it kind of sucks. We're going to end this on a negative so we can come back to Shea. <laughs> um, Derek Favors got 17 minutes tonight. I mean, he had six points. He was a plus six, five rebounds, an assist, a block. But especially there in that fourth quarter, they put Kenrich, or sorry, not Kenrich, um, Derek Favors in. Mm-hmm. He was guarding Trey Lyles. Who I didn't realize was in the NBA still. And just got absolutely cooked. Uh, The the thing with Derek Favors is he is not quick enough to guard on the perimeter. So every time there's a pick and roll, this man just plays drop coverage very, very, very deep, like Mm -hmm. Kendrick Perkins level deep on the drop coverage. Um, If you want to play an aggressive defense, typically you play very high on that pick and roll and try to trap the ball handler, uh, get into their space a little bit, um, or you switch. But Derek Favors, basically whenever he was in there and Trey Lyles was in there, uh, Detroit just kept going to Lyles and or Lyles or uh, Stewart pick and rolls with Cade Cunningham. They would hit Lou with the screen and favors would drop back like 10 feet and just let Detroit have everything in front of them. And uh, they just continued to get burned and burned and burned. There was multiple times where Lyles would pick and then pop Um he would catch the ball favors would close out fast to him and Lyles would just walk right past him to the rim. And then you're, you're in a disadvantaged situation where you're playing four on three uh, and it becomes a nightmare. And just defensively, there, there's some matchups where I think favors is good defensively tonight just wasn't the case. And I just thought he, they had, they got him out of there pretty quickly for Muscala uh, who I thought was great uh, and, and is able to be a little more dynamic defensively, but favors just got, cooked because he cannot move his feet fast enough defensively the only defense he can play is drop coverage and detroit like if that's a good team you just get burned by that burned alive he plays defense as if he is rudy gobert mm-hmm. uh but he has nowhere near the presence of rudy gobert he's much he's, he's too undersized to play like that like he, he needs to be able to move laterally to be effective on defense yep and, and instead he, he just creates leaks all over the place yeah he cannot move laterally and so it it definitely causes an issue mm-hmm. um all right, let's let's close with Shea because mm-hmm. we want to close on a high note. Oh yeah, just what a hell of a night! What a hell to of a come night. back after the concussion and do what he did tonight. Again, I know it's just the Detroit Pistons, and that sounds bad because the Thunder just got their ass beat. <laughs> this win was important for morale. Mm-hmm. Um, did you catch right after the game? Whenever, um, uh, oh, why am I forgetting my man's name? Darius Basley. Darius Baisley came and shattered him out. Um, yeah. Whenever, um, what's the interviewer's name? What's the PR guy? Uh, Nick Gallo. Nick Gallo. Thank yeah. you, God. Mm-hmm. Sorry, if I don't know if Nick listens to the pod. Sorry, Nick. I love you. I think you're incredible at your job. Just a a, a brain brain fart there. Nick, can you get Jacob a press pass? <laughs> but Darius coming over there and just saying. This man will do this to anyone, any mm-hmm. night. Doesn't matter. This is why he makes the big bucks. This is our guy. I mean. Just really fun to see. Yeah, Isaiah Thomas is probably just in shambles uh, in the booth. For did you see what he was saying about the about the Thunder? No, um, he was just basically saying how these losses are like degenerative to the team's culture, and you know that same old same old narrative. Um, meanwhile, we're watching the Pistons, who have been just garbage for a long time. So it's yep. it's good to see guys like Baisley um, be like happy within the team and yeah, gas the, up. I, I think. The camaraderie of the team is really good, uh, and I think that that kind of reflects leadership. Mm-hmm. That attitude reflects the leadership of the team from the top down, uh, and that's really encouraging. I think they are building a culture in Oklahoma City, 
um, to be able to bounce back tonight after you got your ass beat by 70 plus and then get down 18 tonight and to come back and win that game. Uh, I think that just speaks to the never say die mentality and the culture they have built within that program. And hey, Silva, the next one up north in Toronto, AKA mm-hmm. the six. Yep. Shay's hometown. And we know he likes to ball out when he's there. It's going to be fun. Uh, and for my giddy. mental sanity, I need Giddy to play well and Scotty Barnes to suck. Yep. I need that. I need that bad. Really bad. Uh, man, that's going to be fun. What, when, what, what night is that game? Did you 